What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Corked Stats on this Manic Monday. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. This show is powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where you actually make money. But first, you got to download it for free on all the major providers. Use the code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free, and if it's free, it's for me. Hey, man, we're doing very well up in the Jock Market, and I don't think it's much of a surprise, right? You get to pick and choose not just the players, but how much we pay for them and we're going to do that give you the names but what to pay for them because they do hit a price where you gotta let it go unlike something where dfs there is no inherent leverage right everybody can pile on the free square and jock market you don't get that if a price goes up it's because there is demand meaning the flip side of that that inverse is if you get a player cheap it means people aren't on it so there is like exactly how we've made money you really don't want to chase players up it becomes hard to hit those multiples and that's fine baseball gives us a million opportunities let's get up into it with the three pillars of profit here at mayo media net we're doing daily dfs jock market all that stuff and you know it overlaps into total base props and I'm handling all this stuff on the Patreon page but don't worry it's not Patreon it is free for you and me doing the thing that we do me, you and the Cork Stats crew but if you really do appreciate it you can press the like button right down there rate, review and subscribe to the audio pod and make sure that you tag Pat Mayo he loves to hear from you people out there I guess without any further ado we got a ton of work to do and then of course we're going to dump it to fantasy and then a couple bets which has been tough although we've been turning the beat up Round as we've been getting into these total base props. I guess it kind of makes sense to not be stubborn pitching analysis where I generally have made my bones. I don't want to say it means less and less, but right now we are seeing the ball start to move. Offense it is crazy. Why buck the trend? The trend is our friend. I'm still using pitching analysis, but using it on the other side, looking for the offense. All right, let's get up into it. That first pillar of profit. We're looking at the Washington National lefties. Anytime you hear that, you know, we're going to go to my boy Juan Goto against Jared Eikhoff. He went four and a third. He gave up ten earned runs. But now, again, that's part of why we're going after him. But that would be a little bit of low-hanging fruit. I, I do have LOL in capital letters there. Since 2018, right? So I know he's had some struggles with limited innings and injuries and being bad. But going back to 2018, a 7-19 ERA, 1-5-6 whip, and 3 home runs per 9. That's all the stuff we want to sink our teeth into. He also has a career plus 900 OPS allowed to lefties. So again, we're going to be looking at my boy Juan Goto. Killing righties here to take the batting average is so low. But he is doing it as far as extra base hits. 900 OPS on the year, 256 I. So remember, that is really that key number when we're talking about total base props. And when you're looking for one and a half bases, yeah, you might get two hits, but you want to get it at once. ISO being a measure of, you know, it's isolated slugging, but it's a measure of extra base hits. That's a percentage of extra base hits. And if you're going to get over 250 and you're going to get four bats, we're hoping if it's a plus odd, that it'll be in our favor. These are not posted yet. I just want to give you an idea of how we're looking at that. To finish up on Soto, year to date against righties, 10 home runs, 13% bowering, all the things we're looking for. Also, Josh Bell against righties, year to date, a 324 batting average, 509 slug, and better than 900 OPS, and that 10% bowery year to date. You know, that's really that good stuff. Hold on just one. All right, there we go. I'm working on this new kind of cough button thing I hate having you hear me having a drink but my when we left off on Friday my kids were sick and now you can hear it I am sick as a dog and I can do you one better I pulled the Sammy Sosa 
And uh, sick as a dog, was not sleeping, dealing with an injury, as most people know. My boy was up in the middle of the night. He's burning up over 103. As I was getting up, I sneezed and blew my back out. You know, I have a bad neck injury, but it's connected to arms and nerves and the back. It's been a nightmare. This is one of the first times I've really sat up in two days. So there we go. Good for me, but there's no quit in me, no quit in you, the Quark Stats crew, come on baby, that's what we're known for, and after this, I'll be in an ice bath with my feet up in the air, hanging upside down, and all that other good stuff, let's get up into the second stack, we're looking for Texas lefties against Bubich for Kansas City, yes, he is a lefty, but remember, sometimes these kind of splits is not necessarily splits, people do use the term reverse split, but a lot of times it has to do with ball movement, it's not like he woke up and can't pitch to lefties, it's a pitch that he intends to do something is not doing what he wants to. We've heard pitchers complain about slip in the ball, which is why I believe home and away splits are even more important than ever. Because if the it's not so much weather and it's not so much the ball, the ball is the actually the constant, but it's lead. So the ball has changed, but now it's constant. The variable here is the weather and the humidor. Remember, humidors bring equilibrium, so depending on the outside temperature, dew point and humidity, I've been getting into this with some much people much smarter than me in their fields, and that's really sounds like the reason we've seen it. It is a little hard to nail down because these things do kind of change. Wind and humidity can change hour to hour and stuff like that, but okay. Back into Texas going up against Bubich. Lefty on lefty. Let's take a look at Bubich. 7-4 ERA 149 whip 860 OPS on the year. The walk rate up above of 12, the whiff rate down below 20. That's a terrible combination paired with a sub 24% O swing. All these numbers are way below league average. Like, forget a tick or two. We're talking 10% or more worse than league average. The line drive rate, which of course we know matters very much this year with that dead ball, wet mush ball at times. 396 X Woba on the year. Lefties in particular, year to date, which I mentioned at the go. 459 batting average, 1400 OPS, a 900 X slug to lefties on the fastball. So we're going to be looking to get the electron microscope out on. Corey Seager, last 26 plate appearances against lefties, a 348 ISO, right? So 35% extra base hit rate. So we're getting three, hopefully we'll need three bats to clear the extra base. That's just, like I said, part of the theme. But in DFS, we probably want them. In jock market, it depends on the price. So that's kind of what I love about what we're doing. It makes some of the daily stuff a bit hard to track. It makes jock markets very easy to track. We're doing awesome. DFS is a bit harder because I've just been playing winner take all. To me, it's winner take all anyway, so I'd rather not. I don't care. And of course, like I'm saying this, I feel like an idiot because I think I have like three or four second place finishes. Listen, that's been the story of this half of the year. It has been really difficult. This has actually been the worst betting stretch of my entire career. You know, I've been very open about that. We're going to get to that again in a little bit. Let's finish up the stacks. We also. Um, finish up with Seager, sorry, fastballs, left-handed fastballs, which I mentioned, right, so the cross matrix there, Boobich, 900x slug on the way out, Seager, fastballs from lefties, 23% barrel and four home runs, love the matchup there, also, Nate Lowe, his last 26 plate appearances against lefties, 360 batting average, maybe he'll get it done with two singles, but he also has a plus 1200 OPS with a 480 ISO and four ding-a-ling-dongs, fastballs from lefties, year-to-date, 25% barrel and two home runs, so you can see the way we're kind of building these things. We'll get to them just a bit more in a little bit. And then last but not least, Paisan, my dude, Luke Giolito, really. I mean, I, I have to... I may have to shave my head to fit the amount of L's for Lucas Giolito. Now, granted, I, I believe I had a very successful... 
pitching forecasting season. We faded Bueller outright. He went in a tank before he got hurt. We had Wheeler at the very top, potential SP1, and him kind of looks like that. So we didn't do terrible. But I really did like Giolito as the last of the SP1s. Now, I didn't draft him, not because I'm a fraud. I, I like to draft at the back end of deep leagues, and he was not making a back in the third. You know, and I would have. But man, Giolito has absolutely stunk. He is not complaining about the ball, but I don't know what it is. His last five games, it's been a train wreck. 9-5 ERA, a 1-9-9 whip, 26 innings pitched, 27 earned runs, including 9 home runs, 47% hard hit rate via stat cast paired with a 12% barrel equals what you in the back. More than two home runs per 9, 5.77 ERA on the road, 1,100 OPS to righties year to date. Now the road thing right it could be a grip thing but when you have that kind of split against the majority there's a real issue we want to be looking at Mikey to fish last 75 plate appearances against righty 75 plate appearances a 516 ISO I mean this is bananas Mike Trout just breaking that was another one man I hope for the new listeners that you stick around in between seasons we covered Mike Trout there's a video that says Mike Trout is the best hitter in baseball and people just like forgot about it he is ridiculous 516 ISO 1100 OPS with 9 Ramalama Ding Dong 23% barrel, 65% hard hit rate in that span. Just ridiculous. So there is the stats we're looking for. And of course, you know, I forgot to put them up on the screen. Oh, hey, maybe you want to see a bit more of my face. One second, I'll let you kind of... All right. Um, again, you see I got the Nats, Soto and Bell, Texas, Seager and Nate Lowe. And the Angels, Trout. But let's tack on the bomb for Seager and Trout. We have them going yard. Uh, Soto and Bell prop stuff. For those of you who are listening early on the audio stuff, it, they're not out yet. Um, they haven't. I don't know if Ikoff is necessarily named the starter, but I don't think it matters. It might be Bryce Wilson if not. So it's like whatever. We're, we're feasting. We're feasting. The Corkstad's crew is eating tonight. All right. Let's get up into the fantasy end. And, uh, oh, something that I want to mention, you see the graphic on the screen for uh, people up there. It's blocking me, but I will take it down in a second. Um, You'll see it's a uh, donation page to St. Jude's. So, thank you all. And, I mean, maybe there's a lesson within a lesson within a lesson. You know, I was feeling really down about the results. You know, I know people are are, are tailing and not doing well depending, right? Because if you're... It depends what you do. That's what I mean. That's a problem with modeling so many different things. I'm modeling not just the games of player props and DFS and jock market. Just games and totals, F5s, F5 team totals, team totals, the whole kit and caboodle. It, It just gets a little crazy. It's hard to tail, right? So... Uh, the Patreon page is starting to take off, and I really do appreciate it. Again, it's free, but if you wanted a tip, you can. So I dug down, and I reached out from all of us, and we donated to St. Jude's. So big thank you to everyone of you. Again, I'm really not a hard-hearted man. I, again, sometimes I'm not the way you hear me talk, and it's all numbers and dollars and cents, and it's not necessarily the case with me. I really am a Disney dad at heart. I just adore my family, adore my friends. I appreciate this life, man. Again, I've had a couple near-death experiences. <laughs> and let me tell you, after more than one of those, you start just being so glad when the sun is up every single day. So a lesson 
And uh, let's get into the fantasy side. Friday was very, very successful, and I want to get to that. So what we're doing every day for the new listeners, again, the YouTube views are creeping up, and the podcast views are creeping up. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot. But for the fantasy segment, I, I really like to be regimented, and I feel it's very important to do that to keep up with baseball. And it is ridiculous, especially with two days off. I'm doing air quotes. I'm never really off. I have work at the Athletic and all this other stuff going on. Work for VSIN. Plus preparing, you know, backtesting the model, freaking nuts. But I was struggling to find a template for the Monday and Friday show. If you're um, been along, we've done very well. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday and Wednesday, mining the advanced statistical leaderboard for pitchers and hitters with time-sorted stats you don't have access to, and then applying it Thursday with the waivers. Friday, I was felt a bit lost. We did the same thing, but for bullpens, we highlighted Jose Trevino. He went out and had the second save of the week on Sunday. I believe he's the closer for Oakland. And man, if you nabbed a closer in this environment for just a couple bucks, you did very, very, very well. I had a couple followers DM me on Twitter I felt bad I could not put that one in public because I'm playing myself I don't want to blow it or oh, afterwards I should have tweeted about that for the people that run waivers at nighttime. I will do that from now on you know listen again we're all working on this together somebody's building a boat in the middle of the ocean but what I want to get to is that Monday I want to do the news and notes looking back I think maybe that's the most important thing more of a catch up than I was trying to do uh, just too much with too little time so let's get to the news there is quite a bit of it Cardinals manager Arnie Marble said Flaherty uh, another arm injury more of a dead arm sensation and pain for me that's trouble he'll probably see the IL again Ronald Acuna did not fracture his foot after fouling a ball on Saturday but he hasn't played since he's been riding a scooter uh that's not the best maybe we'll see him DH before the field but you can't expect him to play right now Bryce Harper 10-day IL with a broken left thumb I heard it could be like six weeks or more yikes disgusting my players are going down one after the other Jonathan India was not in the lineup yesterday against the Giants. Hand on the x-ray was negative. He got hit as well. We need some new gloves, I believe. Maybe we'll get some new kind of bubble armored gloves. Who's smarter than me out there? Invent those. Make a billion dollars. we got to protect these players' hands. Giants put Brandon Crawford in the 10-day IL with knee inflammation. Trent Grisham not in the lineup yesterday. He missed the second consecutive game. So once you get that, the red flag goes up. Scratch on Saturday with shoulder tightness. So I wouldn't be starting Grisham in the half weeks. Chris Bryant with the Rockies. Who? Chris Bryant plays for the Rockies, does he? Yes, he'll be back. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh, I've been wearing that one all season. Absolutely killing me. I have dealt with so many injuries. It would be so great to get Bryant back in the lineup. Also, my boy Brendan Woodruff scheduled to return tomorrow against the Rays. Key him up. Wanda Franco activated from today's injury list. A little bit of good news, everybody. Makes his return after missing all of June with a left quad strain. Buck Showalter with the Mets said Sunday he is very confident. Jeff McNeil will be back tomorrow, so I think you can key him up. He's been very good. Brewers placed by boy Hunter Renfro on the IL, right? So, I mean, it's just been like, when we receive, we think, God, when it giveth, it taketh away. Renfro with the left calf strain. Hopefully, they're retroing it, so hopefully he'll be back with the minimum. That usually is what it seems like to me when it's like they feel like he's just a couple days away. He's missed a couple, and it's a couple days away, and it's a, you know what? Let's just get it to this one, get the minimum stay, and hopefully get him back. He's been excellent as of late. Love Humphrey Refro, another one of the video subjects this season, man. It has been just brutal as far as injuries. Oh, sorry, I missed the button on that one. Oh, at least I didn't curse, right? Astros activate Jeremy Pena from the 10-day IL. I had to drop him in a 12-team league. I believe he is viable. I mean, I added O'Neill Cruz, backed it up with Luis Garcia in case... 
O'Neill Cruz didn't get called up, so there really is a plethora of middle infielders in 12-teamers, and I think that means you should be streaming. You should not. With the way offense is going, again, if I'm moving my betting work, it's because the, the, the trend, the major macro trend is towards offense. You should not be eating zeros in this offense environment. You could literally sit almost studs for awesome streaming opinion, you know, uh, options is the word I was looking for. And then Manny Machado out of the starting line for Saturday's game again. They were saying he could play yesterday, but he did it, and now I guess that's seven games in a row out, so how could you expect him to come back after seven games? We don't have any early starts, so we will have the luxury maybe of some news, but that will do it. And again, that was the end of the fantasy notes. Last thing, thank you again. Really do appreciate you all for donating to the Patreon page, and if you're unfamiliar with it, I gotta, I have to suggest it. I mean, whatever, I'll toot my own horn, I do it every once in a while. Pat Mayo has just given me the avenue to give you a full-on premium subscription for nothing. And I think that's why we're seeing the kind of numbers creep up. It's not that Facha Bella over here, and that's for sure. <laughs> but back to this page, and what really matters is, regardless of the outcome, the tools have been phenomenal. We're doing implied team totals, custom MLB moving averages stuff. I mean, this stuff is... Been behind the paywall. Wouldn't be surprised if it ends up back there again at some point. Starting pitcher rankings, but they're price adjusted for daily doing um, the algo run. So we're scoring every single game along with DFS stacks, jock market picks, where it gets a little bit more specific through the day as lineups come out. Same for total base props. Remember, the last bit of the calculus for total base props is the lineup placement. Right, think about the, right, the difference between getting the fifth at bat and the plate appearance, I should say, I'm sorry, right, for the technical, actually, plate appearance. Getting the fifth one opposed to just getting four, four opposed to three. That really severely changes the math. You want the top third of the lineup. Right, we're hoping that the hitters we circle are on teams that are going to score, so we're going to get at least one extra shot anyway, but... With that extra turnover, maybe we'll get the extra, extra double secret probation just in case. All right, so let's get up into the betting and that's your fantasy news. Lots of superstars out. You're going to have to be making those notes. And I guess the last thing, because we are a bit, a bit ahead, actually would be um, how I get at it, right? Because, again, if I can't give it to you, I could show you the way. And there are some tools out there that I just don't think people are fully aware of. You really want to be going to um, fan graphs. Once... You're on the page, go to the roster resource tab. They have a lineup tracker. They also have just the straight up depth chart. So if you were to click on roster resource, it's just going to take you to a depth chart for the team. It is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Full on 40 man, who's active, who's not, who's on the platoon, lineup orders, the, the whole line. Bullpen last seven day production, the whole line. But the lineup tracker is the nut hand when setting your lineups. So it can be a little bit tough to find. You have to go to in, lo, roster resource, in-season tool, lineup tracker. Depending if you're on the phone or on the rig, you know, the, the home PC, 
but that's the thing you're looking for is the lineup tracker. So you could probably Google that also. Fan graphs, roster resource, lineup tracker. But once you find it, bookmark that bad boy. They go back like 20 days. I've shown you the block. But the graphics, it was just too hard to keep up and do 30 teams in five minutes. It's impossible. So, but I can show you the way, and you do it on your own, because it's only a handful of decisions that you're really going to make. But man, to see all at once the visualization there is really phenomenal, really, really great stuff. I use it all the time when I'm in a pinch, because a lot of times I am when setting lineups. If you have a little more time, I'd say go over to Curlin's tool, but the Fangraph tool is, is really the one, two, three, ABC Darien, fastest quickest click like you know color-coded thing for idiots like me all right so let's round third score the ball it is the first looks i got a bet here and a couple of total base props that are posted the big cat and mouse this year has been uh fi betting and the timing that casinos and books are posting them they really they are really slow to post them and then i mentioned i was on with gil alexander on vison who hat tip to him if you're catching this gil you're the man and if you're not watching this stuff you really should gil's one of the few people out there in like mainstream kind of betting stuff where it's high iq and it's really heavy theory like you're really going to become a smarter and better better which is really what it's all about and they're right we're all used to the three columns when we bet run line on the left the money line in the middle and the over under on the right sometimes those two swap but three boxes money line run line total a certain book that rhymes with smash mings started putting the run line in the total on one page and the money line on another page in boxes with an empty column so you literally they're going out of their way to pay someone went out of their way to pay to design that and you have to ask yourself why and this is, what this is where the brain power comes in they don't want you seeing the math between the run line and the money line because right now so as we circle the right edge so we were over F5 general we started to take flack we knew we were over the target the anti-aircraft stuff then they tightened those lines they began to slow up the posting now the next move right this is like a Star Wars Revenge of uh Sith and Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back so that's just the back and forth right now but that's what it is and you have to be paying attention to this stuff and that's where the edge is right now is not just an F5 but understanding the difference and the disparity between the money line and the run line because what was like 35 or 40 cents or dollars however you do you know minus 145 to plus 100 right is now sometimes 75, and some games it's 30, and some games it's 90, and that's what they don't want you to see, and that's why they're putting it on different pages. So, heads up to that. That, you know, I never haven't heard anyone else talking about that. I guess that just means that I'm a degenerate, but I mean, is that what we're looking for? I mean, where do you, where would you rather get your information from than somebody up first scouring every, you know, little bit? I got the comb out. So, let's look at these bets. The one bet I do have is I have Miami. I caught it just off even money when I first woke up. is about plus 100. But again, I only post props, that, um, numbers that I can get. Miami is even money in St. Louis. I, I get it. Listen, St. Louis is a good team. 
Adam Wainwright is good, and if you follow him at work, we know he's excellent at home. But he's not Pablo Lopez. Pablo, 2-6 ERA, 1 flat whip, 6-30 OPS, just across the board, 18K minus walk, 14 swing strike, 83 in zone contact. So he can beat you in, beat you out, because he's got the 36% chase rate. He is very difficult. His blast rate is below 2%. Ex-Woba at 308. Pablo Lopez is sick right now. Adam Wainwright is good, 3-3-2 ERA, 1-2-6 whip, but the fastball's below 89, where I start to worry. The swing strike rate is at 6, the whiff rate at 16 in zone contact rate at 93, right? So then you're going to have to get over to the offenses. And listen, Miami offense is good right now. 273, team batting average last 250, plate appearances, the in zone contact rate up at 89. So they're going to match up well, making a lot of contact with the very high line drive rate, top five in the league last seven days. Flip side, St. Louis has been struggling. They're not good right now. 93 WRC plus, last seven, 284 team, OBP, 6% walk rate, and the K rate up over 26. So I don't think they match up well. Give me Pablo Lopez to cover this one up at minus 105 on the F5. Let's not tempt the St. Louis Devil Magic. And then the props, which we already covered. We got Corey Seager at even money. And then Nate Lowe at plus 145. That's what I love about these props. And, man, this just makes you not want to bet sides at all. I feel awesome about Nate Lowe at plus 145. It is hard to feel that good about any side bet at 145. Yeah, sometimes we feel pretty good. All right, I think we I think we could be okay. But generally, generally, and again, I'm not going to never mislead people. Generally, plus 145 on the money line at 5 is, a, is, is the money line. You're not going to get that with the plus run ever Do you get plus 145. So the doubt comes in with scoring. Sometimes I feel pretty confident in pitching. You know, Pirates, Robins Contreras, something like that. Whatever. Guys we like, you know, whatever. Brady Singer, Royals. You worry that our team is not going to score. Well, like, man, I think Lowe's going to get this in the first inning. Seager and Lowe might get this in the first inning. If you're looking for the analysis, if you skipped, I do have it in the beginning of the show. Everybody, I'm not, you know, I never just drop stuff on the matchups just beautiful low and Seager matching up against Bubich and then uh, uh, Miami like I said at the F5 so I think that will do it I was going to rattle off Trout but he's posted at minus 115 and I'm not sure if I'm really ready to go there yet he really is man that 500 ISO just might just might tip the scales maybe I have to do a little bit more math I'm I'm you're taking this journey with me in total base props you know I'm I'm I like to draw hard parameters. So right now, I'm just if it starts with a minus, I'm not taking it. For me, there are enough opportunities where I can get plus money. The idea being, I don't feel particularly lucky. I also can't control the outcomes. I don't swing the bat. So I like bets where if I pair them and I only hit one of two, which I do feel confident in, then I'll make money in the long term. So something like Nate Lowe, I do like Seager as well, but if he starts to move, I may get off it and look for another one tonight that has plus money to pair with Lowe. Just think about that. You get pick another one you like, and if you miss it, Lowe gets it. Yeah, it's a nice hit by percentage, really, the things that we do. Woohoo! That will do it for the Manic Monday show, everybody. You got your stacks. Oh, I feel very good about it. We got some fantasy news. Remember, keep your eyes on those guys. Make sure you're starting them today. You do not want to get caught. That's the worst because sites have been slower and slower to remove the IL tag and put up the ball for who's starting and stuff like that. So 
I, I, maybe this will stick on Monday. Just getting all the really good news, all the stars, making sure that you get them out there. And if not, if you have a better idea, get up in the comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know how we doing. You know I'm up before the crack of dawn to bring you the fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere, man. I absolutely love doing it. And from the feeling, again, a lot of these are really picking up what we're putting down. So rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Download the Jock Market app. And we are getting ready for football, people. Yeah. I really only talk about football on the weekends, but I am getting into this best ball stuff. I'm going to be doing football content as well, and we crushed Jock Market NFL. So always be thinking about that. Like, I'm trying to get people build, 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 build a little bit now because once football comes, we're going to start to really hit the gas. All right, I hit the space button now, making sure that I didn't wreck anything, and that means it's time to pull the plug on this one. All right. Tag Patty Mayo. I love you so much. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the day. When we're done with the book, enjoy this pay, yo. <sighs> Kisses on the flip side. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. I see you tomorrow. Taco Tuesday, yo. Peace.